0: This is Rami, your locally produced podcast. Welcome to This is Rami, episode 30. I'm Lee, and this is your award-winning weekly podcast that brings you news, events, interviews and information from the heart of Ramsbottom. This podcast exists to interview local people, local businesses, local group members and Ramy individuals in an effort to bring more attention to our fantastic town. If you like This Is Ramy, please consider leaving a review and subscribing. On this week's This Is Ramy, I speak to James Frith, who popped round for a quick chat about what he's up to now since the uh, elections that were earlier on in the year. I wanted to find out what his opinion was on uh, the recent election that happened for the Labour Party leader and uh, just find out what he's up to, really. So here's the interview and I hope you enjoy it.
1: Uh, My next guest on This Is Rami needs no introductions, uh, but I'm going to give him one anyway. Uh, Father to six-year-old Jemima, four-year-old Henry and -and two-and-a-half-month-old Lizzie, believer in getting a fair deal for Berry. Local businessman, however most of you, will know him from being the previous elections Labour Party candidate for Berry North. James Frith, welcome to This is Rami. It's good to be here on, Thank on you. your
2: award-winning podcast. My award-winning <laughs>
1: podcast, yes. Thank you very much for mentioning that. Um, so, obviously the uh, elections um, for the Labour Party leader have just finished, mm. um, did you manage to meet Jeremy Corbyn when he came up to Manchester at all?
2: I've never met Jeremy. No. Right. I've never met Jeremy. I didn't meet him. Um uh, but I have met and know very well uh, many of the other candidates, deputy leader candidates and leadership candidates, but right. no, I never met Jeremy.
1: Okay. Um I I touched on your Labour Party candidate uh for Barry Norton mm. uh thing. Yeah. And obviously there's there's a lot of publicity that goes around that. I saw a few videos where you were talking about what um, somebody would want for Christmas in Berry, for example, and there was a lot of um, fair jobs, fair pay, things like that. Um, as well as all that, you've also managed to somehow get Eddie Izzard involved. So how
2: how did that happen? Well, that was one of the highlights of the campaign for many people, actually, including <laughs> myself. As I have a funny story uh, about Eddie Izzard, who came to our offices in in Berry and. Um, we welcomed him first of all so we could get ready to my office and I asked him to sign a few things and I asked him actually to, you know, I was getting a bit carried away as I'm a bit of a fan of his comedy and I asked him to sign a signature to my brother, which he did, and I then asked him to to write one of his famous lines down on paper and he kind of immediately the atmosphere changed and he said, no, no, my, my comedy doesn't work written down.
0: <laughs> and I <laughs> Just said, okay, oh,
2: yeah. right. And I felt, I felt very small. But then subsequently, uh, some uh, of the members asked the same and I was able to join him in his uh, you know disappointment of, right. uh, of, 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 of anyone <laughs> would dare ask such a thing. Look, Eddie, Eddie is a great Labour man. He's a great Labour supporter. He makes... No secret of the fact that he wants to run for London Mayor, I think, mm. in, in in years to come, which would be a, a terrific um, opportunity, I think, for, for him. He is a loyal Labour supporter, though. And I think what he understood is that he has a chance and had a chance to bring um a degree of razzmatazz or glamour yeah. or uh or, or kind of a get away from the sort of dryness that politics can be and he brought bury uh the rock to a standstill mm-hmm. we had we had hundreds of people uh gather around and greet us meet us hello, wish our wish him wish him their best those yeah. loads of selfies he insisted on taking every selfie <laughs> himself so he must have a a view that He's uh, yeah. He's, he's a, of a certain angle is his best. And his it's best not deal. that
1: he owns the copyright of the photo because he took it. Then uh, we've, yet to see, we've yet
2: to receive any bill for uh, reuse or re, reproduction. But no, it um, for many for many people, uh, particularly some of the Ramsbottom members. Actually, it was one of the highlights of the campaign to have to have Eddie. But we we were lucky enough to have an absolute incredible range of people come and um, support mm-hmm. uh, me and our campaign. To not just try and win back Berry North, but also the Fair Deal for Berry campaign that you that you mentioned in your opening remarks.
1: Yeah, and you um you're, you're very familiar with Ramsbottom because you're very local. Yeah, I live just up the road from you here, so yeah. uh,
2: we we've lived here now for five years and in Berry for ten years. My wife is from Berry. My my uh, links to Berry go back as far as my great grandfather, who was a local vicar here. So right. I feel quite grounded in in this area as a place where. We're bringing up our family. My wife runs her business from Ramsbottom. We've served, you know, we've we've served in Ramsbottom Market, at the Artisan Market, the Civic Hall as well. Um, yeah, it's very much a part of our Great. life.
1: And what do you think about the changes that are going on in Ramsbottom? <laughs> Obviously, some people have voiced some concern about the some of the retail establishments closing and cafes and bars opening.
2: Look, I think we need cafes and bars, but I think absolutely we uh, have to defend and and. Communicate uh, that independence that is the lifeblood of of Ramsbottom, um, but actually so too the market town heritage that we have, uh, which reads across to to what we have in Berry as well. Berry mm. Berry Market. Um, I I did a brilliant walk around in Berry Market uh, with Alan Johnson, and I'm very proud of both the market towns yeah. that that we've got. I think Rams Ramsbottom's identity um needs to welcome newness it needs mm-hmm. to embrace newness but i don't think and we rightly united against the anaerobic digestion plant we yeah. rightly united against the prospect of uh, a fourth national supermarket joining um joining ramsbottom um and i for one you know my wife's my wife's business produce is is in one or two of the independent shops in in ramsbottom so i know uh, firsthand mm-hmm. how important it is that we maintain that or retain that uh, independent um, profile, independent Yeah, no, Yeah, I
1: agree. And uh, what is your wife's business, if you don't mind me asking?
2: Granny Cool is uh, my wife's um, uh, business. She makes uh, preserves, which are uh, sort of traditional preserves, but with a modern twist. So um, she makes marmalade and she makes curds at the moment. Right. As I understand, she's moving into... Uh, new areas, but I'm I'm not about to um, disclose that no, no, because no, I'll get told off for breaking right. <laughs> breaking yeah. the embargo on that news. <laughs> did uh, did does she sell them in? Uh, she a, does a she sells them at Wormsley Butchers? Right, she sells yeah. them at the delicatessen as well. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, two Christmases ago we were doing all of the markets, uh, and and we've done. I mean, I've I've manned, some would say cynically, as the <laughs> wannabe politician and MP, but I've manned the. Uh, at the stall for childcare reasons and just to give Nicky a a bit of a break from time to time, which I really enjoy. And I I mean, market, the vibe of a market town is good, but the vibe of an actual market, you know, actually on is great. There's great camaraderie between um, street uh, stalls um, and uh, traders. The Huge amounts of visitors, obviously, from outside, but just a sense of our, our identity is in this yeah uh, sort of market exchange yeah, yeah
1: no i definitely agree and i mean it's a bit of a cliche but you really do get on the ground with the people that are just they're just there to shop they're not necessarily there to to see you or anything so they know it's not a big campaign you know
2: oh no absolutely i mean what, what i love about uh i mean because i run my own business um but with nikki's business and indeed with market um trading uh in Ramsbottom is he, the sort of honesty of that business which mm-hmm. is to say look you know i need to make a bit of money on this you you want the produce we'll pay a fair price mm. and we'll enjoy doing it And it's a fair exchange it's an open exchange and right. i think there's a lot of that right there in that description as to what is often missing from the wider economy as to how we grow um uh, and yeah. have more people running their own businesses
1: no i agree i think i think a lot of lot of bigger businesses would definitely learn from the smaller local oh, 100%, 100%. Um, businesses so um you were recently at the berry North. Party sorry Berry North Labour Party Social. Um, Indeed yeah I I saw you tweet about that how how was
2: it was it fun? It was great fun it was great fun we had Stella uh, Creasy who's the who was the deputy leader candidate come and say hello we had about 45 people um, turn out on a Sunday afternoon late September uh, and given the exhaustive nature of general election campaigns to have that many turn out for it it was great and I took my family along because it was in the garden and it was a good it was a good vibe really it was good fun great right. and it was, did it stay dry
1: that weekend it, it was beautiful yeah. It was beautiful yeah <laughs> you yeah. can never be sure you can't you can't and um so whereabouts was it then you say it was, it was somewhere in in Bury in Lake? Tossington. that was it oh yeah. right okay yeah. Yeah. right um, nice
2: but uh we we share we sort of rotate places so we've done right. a lot with the Eagling Child they've got yeah. a lovely function room the Eagling Child um we meet at the railway Joe at the railway lets us meet there which is a fabulous place um, and uh, between there and the Eagle and Child tends to be where you can find us, um, the Labour Party. And in fact, actually, for a very brief time, we had an office above the railway, kindly. All right. Um, which is which is great. But then we had to we had to move yeah. and open one office, which needed to be in the centre of things.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's a massive building. that railway, isn't it? Oh, it's so, awesome. Yeah. It's,
2: a, it's a great place.
1: And um, so, coming back to the um, well, the new leader of the Labour Party, yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. You've you mentioned that you've never met him, um, but you've naturally you have been following the press about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> th- yeah. things. I'm aware of him. who he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um do, do you think there'll be many changes now that he's in charge? Because we've already seen that some people have left or or resigned their positions now yeah. he's in charge. <laughs> do you think it, well do you think there will be a change and is it a change that's required? I guess I
2: I mean I think there has to be a change and there will be change. There's no there's no sort of uh reluctance to acknowledge that at so all. I think the people that have left the shadow front bench, mm. you could argue, would they or wouldn't they have been appointed anyway? I think some of them decided perhaps to take control of the decision, if you like. Um, I've not got a problem with that. Look, we've got a huge amount of talent in the Labour Party. I think the challenge is to make sure we move quickly from talking to ourselves during the leadership contest to actually have something to say that's credible that learns the lessons from the last general election. Yeah. Um, and we need to get into that stage pretty quickly. Um, Jeremy today, I think, has finished finally his uh, shadow cabinet reshuffle. Um, you've got a lot of new talent in there. You've got some um, some older talent in there as well. Yeah. Um, the challenge is really, I think, to move to that talk to the country and to start outlining that proposition. Um, as to the people leaving, as you say, resigning from shadow bench or or, or indeed possibly some members that have left, the actual overwhelming um, story on this is that the numbers have, have swelled hugely since mm-hmm. not just the leadership, but since Jeremy's election, some 15,000 have joined the party. Right, so, okay. But, you know, I, I'm not somebody that uh, somehow hold that holds on to that as therefore we're a sort of um, uh, immediately governing ready um, because we added huge numbers of, me- of members when Ed was elected. Yeah. What we've got to do is learn the lessons of the general election. Um, that's why I'm a Labour party member. I believe we've got to be an act, we've got to be activists and we've got to believe in what we do. And yes, there's a social aspect, but we're in it to be a party of government, not a mm-hmm. party of protest. And, you know, I was watching This is England 90 last right, night. Right. Yeah, yeah. The opening credits to that, um, powerful stuff, you know, Thatcher, the, the, um, the strikes, the poll tax, the miners, all of this. And you think actually, but, and yet she kept getting in again mm-hmm. and again and again. Um one of the reasons was because there wasn't a credible alternative in the form of the Labour Party, according to the electorate. That's mm-hmm. not my yeah, uh, sure. personal opinion, but that's according to the electorate. So I'm comfortable about recognising, um, I've mentioned him earlier, Alan Johnson talks about, you know, the electorate, the boss. And that, that, that is right. Mm-hmm. Um, they said no to me, uh, albeit don't be just, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're the boss and you've got to accept their authority. Uh, on that, or else, what are we? A party? We're not a party protest. We're not Amnesty uh, or Greenpeace. We don't just march. We need mm-hmm. to govern.
1: Yeah, and he he's, seems to have quite strong um, green views as well. Um, Jeremy has. He's, he's, he's come out and mentioned how we need to look towards improving the environment and things. And you obviously mentioned the uh, AD plant that we yeah, covered. Yeah, so do you Do you think that kind of um, stance on things is, is a good thing? Uh, well, it's a hundred percent a good
2: thing. I mean, look. We don't yet know the full detail of what, of, uh, but I think it's welcome that we have somebody and uh, indeed a Labour movement and indeed a local Labour party through the, the council, the Bury Council, um, uh, to local candidates that are passionately mm-hmm. environmentally, uh, friendly, if you like. Yeah. Um, I, for one, was involved and continue to be involved and, and await the decision from the, the, the Tories now they're in government, uh, in full as to what happens with the AD plant. Um, we all accept that anaerobic digestion as a principle of renewable energy mm-hmm, is sound, yeah. but the proximity to um, businesses, to residential properties, to ch- children and schools yeah. is too close. Um, I fear that actually this will just be pushed through um, and rather cynically, the decision to have an independent review uh, was really just to defer to either make it the next government's problem, if mm-hmm. Labour had one, or indeed just to sort of kick it into the uh, early stages of an electoral cycle rather than sort of on the eve, yeah. which it would have been. Um, so, yeah. No, that's a good
1: point. Um, do you have an opinion of the wind uh, farm that's up there?
2: But personally, I've no major problem right. with them. I'm not a councillor, so I yeah. can speak yeah. freely anymore. I can speak freely on that. I don't have a problem with them, but, uh, you know, and I'm sure actually when windmills were coming about, Originally, uh, hundreds of years ago, certain people would have said they were ISILs. Yeah. Look, we've got to find a way of being energy um, uh, self reliant or improving our self reliance energy wise. Um, but I do understand and absolutely defend um, due process on on the the scout more stuff. Yeah, uh, personally. I haven't got as much issue with it. That's probably a straighter answer than if I was sitting here as your MP. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> no, fine.
0: So is there anything uh, that you want to cover else um, just as we wrap up?
2: No, I, I mean, it's great. I think this is this is, this is is good um, that podcasts exist like this for you and that you're doing that. I think the challenges for us as a as an area is to um, improve our, the creative sector and, and people that are doing turning hobbies into businesses. Yeah. So, you know, it's great to be on this and to be supporting your efforts. And I hope that people will be inspired to set up the same. Not that I want competition oh, for well. <laughs> your podcast, but... Um, More people knowing great.
1: what podcasts are, I think, is always a good thing. Absolutely so, yeah. right,
2: absolutely right. I mean, I'm, I'm an avid radio listener. Right. Um, and to have now another subscription, podcast subscription, to add to... Uh, there's only so much Westminster Hour and John Pienaar <laughs> I, can, I can take. Um, but and the news quiz is not on every week as I would hope it to be. Uh, but no, it's great and it's great to be here. And thank you very much. For Fantastic. Well, thank you, you very much for to speaking me. to this, Rami. No problem. Cheers.
0: Thanks to James Frith there, who uh, popped round to my house as I mentioned to do uh, to do the interview. Uh, one thing I didn't actually realise until uh, he was leaving was that. Uh, when I first moved to Ramsbottom, Granny Cool was um, one of the first, one, I think it probably was actually, one of the first things I bought next to um, some pies from the pie festival. Yeah, it was It was on sale in the uh, Eclectic Deli. I saw ginger curd. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll pick up a jar of that. That sounds interesting. And, uh, you know, almost a year later, I'm, I'm sat with the husband of the wife that actually created it. So things move in mysterious ways. Uh and not least of them is is ginger curd, it would appear. One thing I mentioned on Twitter about this actual interview with uh, James was that before he came round, I was setting up a couple of different microphones, trying to work out uh, which would be best to, to try and pick up the best audio from both of us. And so for that reason, I had one of the microphones, I needed to raise it off the table. So I thought, I need to find something that's sturdy, pretty um, solid is not going to get knocked around very easily and, you know, won't create any echo or anything. And it's high enough to, to bring it nearer to our mouths. So the thing I found was a can of beans. Now I put the can of beans on the table and I put the small microphone that I've got on there and did a couple of checks to see what the sound quality was like. And then I got my bigger microphone out, did the same kind of checks, except I had my bigger microphone on a microphone arm. Well, I decided to go with a bigger microphone, with the microphone arm, so I removed the small microphone. However, I left the tin of beans on the table, and I didn't actually realise that until he pointed them out at the end of the interview and he said, uh, "Sally, what's this What's this tin of beans about? I was like, oh, um, Yeah, so he, he uh, was assuming that it was kind of his, his fee for coming on the podcast at first, and uh, no, I just felt I right, right, Wally. Uh, with the tin of beans sat there on the table. It must have looked like a right odd case. Uh, but yeah, I explained it away and uh, hopefully I didn't think I was too strange. Anyway, what an absolutely amazing week I've had so far. Um, well, apart from the fact that the Ramsbottom Festival is this weekend, what have I been up to? Well, uh, last Saturday, there was the UK Podcasters Awards at the Midland Hotel in Manchester. And we were, as I've mentioned, uh, the podcast was in for best places and travel and thanks to every single one of you especially you listening you have you've given us an award basically due to all your nominations all your voting and promoting of the podcast you have gifted us with an award so it's 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 very very pleasing to know that Ramsbottom's got yet another award because we've got so many different awards for things um that we do around the town it's nice to have one for, um, well, something something new and different. So as well as the UK Podcasters Awards and the uh, Best UK Places and Travel Award, um, I was also invited to go and speak to BBC Radio Manchester uh, to speak to Sam Walker on their, uh, well, their Drive Time show. So full disclosure, I sent them an email I also rang them on the Sunday after the podcast awards to just say I've been in touch in the past I mentioned that we're up for an award Um, you know we've been nominated for it and now we've actually won the award would you would you have a few minutes for me to speak about the award and basically explain what's going on and and what's happening and the reason I wanted to do that was that as I've mentioned in the past podcasts are, are huge all around the world but in the UK they're a little bit they're a little bit neglected and overlooked. So I wanted to promote not only podcasts, obviously I wanted to promote This Is Rami, but I also wanted to promote Ramsbottom as a whole. And if I can get more people listening to this show, then the way I see it is that I can get more people listening to you, um, your stories, uh, news and events, and everything that the podcast is, is here to do, the more people I can get listening to that, The more people that hear about our town learn about what's going on and hopefully are are intrigued and, and want to know a little bit more about it so we'll actually come here and visit and you know spend money in the town and and increase tourism and just we don't we don't appreciate everything that we've got on our doorstep enough i mean we do appreciate it we just don't appreciate it enough and I just want other people to come in and see what we do have, and the fact that everybody's so friendly, and um, you, you know we we're all welcome in, and that people will just come in and, and get the same buzz and the same enjoyment that we all do, just living in Ramsbottom. So I wanted to go on the radio show and basically explain that, and try and put it across in the the few minutes that I did have. Uh, it was a fantastic experience. The the geeky part of me was. Was looking at all of the microphones that were around and trying to get an idea of what hardware they're using and um just get a better understanding about how a, a professional production studio kind of puts it all together and it was a case of turn up have a coffee wait a minute or two chat to the uh, the next guest who was there as well and basically just go in and do my bit. I, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I didn't know exactly what questions were going to be asked. Obviously, I knew they'd be about the podcast Ram's Ramsbottom, so I was pretty much sorted there. I, I couldn't really go far wrong with answers to those. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know if I'd freeze up or not. But lots of people have said I was okay on the radio. At the time, I was pretty nervous. I was, managed to not shake too much, but uh, yeah, it's few people have complimented me so thanks very much for all your compliments i I honestly had no idea what i was doing i didn't have the benefit of of what i get on the podcast which is being able to edit it after the fact um so yeah it was a bit bit of a new experience and uh, it was very enjoyable but i would not have been able to do any of that if it wasn't for for your um thanks basically if it wasn't for all your nominations and your votes so i can't thank you enough so i hope you have managed to get to the Ramsbottom Festival this weekend. At the moment this is I'm recording this on Thursday, so obviously I don't know any specific news that's happened. I don't know if anybody's flown in on a giant eagle or anything daft like that. But um I don't know why somebody would, but anyway. But I I've uh, yeah cuz Kanye West isn't playing, is he? Cuz I'm pretty sure he would fly in on a on a massive golden eagle. I think the proclaimers are more Slightly more subdued, but um, yeah, so I'm not exactly sure what's gone on, but I've been seeing pictures of all the stages and everything being put together and it looks looks really really good and uh it's it's one of the biggest events Pro- actually no, I'm pretty sure it's the biggest event that Ramsbottom puts on every year um the black Pudding Throw, which was obviously last sunday was is a pretty huge event the press coverage for that was was awesome. Um, I was getting people in the uh, event that I was at all weekend coming up to me and saying, oh, there's, uh, I heard on the radio the black pudding throwing's going on in Ramsbottom. And obviously they knew I did the podcast for Ramsbottom, so they were coming and asking me about it. So that's, that's really good to know that people who had never really heard about Ramsbottom before are, are kind of connecting the dots between my podcast because that's kind of the thing that they're into. And they're also hearing just general news. So whenever someone hears Ramsbottom, They'll know where we are and they'll, uh, they'll know how to f- come and find us basically. So, I have waffled on a bit too much at <laughs> this episode. You know, I can't thank you enough for, for all of your nominations and votes. And I'm hoping that, you know, I'll be able to improve on the episode and the, the podcast format and things like that. And one of the ways in which I'm doing that is by basically asking the audience, um, so asking you, what it is you like about the show, what it is you don't like about the show, how you listen to the show, and the, the little things like like that help me to fashion it. So just to give you an explanation, I've, I've put together a survey of about, I think it's about seven or eight questions. Uh, you can get to that survey if you go to thisisrami.co.uk forward slash survey. Um, it won't ask you for an email address, anything like that your name or whatever it's just straight into the questions some of the questions will be for example um, a scale rating so how do you find the podcast Is I think it's 1 to 6 or something like that just so that it's um, a bit varied But um, so there's that uh, as an option as well as that question there is also um, how you listen to the podcast and the reason I've asked that is that the show notes that I put together for the episodes, I want to know how much effort I put into them. Is it enough? Is it not enough? Is it too much? Because if nobody was listening on the website itself or nobody was visiting the website, there wouldn't be much point in me putting too much effort in. So I should spend more time on the content, the production quality and things like that than creating the show notes. Um, In all honesty, each episode that I create for This Is Rami is probably... Probably about three or four hours work um, for each episode, and that's kind of scattered across a few nights. Obviously, there's a few distractions that will come in between as well. Facebook is always sitting there glaring at me, uh, as well as Twitter and things like that. So they often take take away my uh, my attention. But um, yeah, so there's about three, maybe three to three, four or five hours or so uh, each episode, putting everything together, writing the show notes, up, editing the content getting it uploaded and things like that. So um, I'm not I'm not complaining, although it sounds like I am. I'm just saying, what, what I'm saying is that I have a limited amount of time to create the podcast and I wanna make sure that I'm focusing on the best parts um, that are most recognized. So far, I've found that most people are actually listening to the podcast on the website. So that means that I should continue to put at least as much effort into the show notes as I have been doing so far. Um, So thanks once again, and join me. See you later. If you would like to feature on This Is Rami, be that in an interview or an advertisement, then please get in touch with me on lee at thisisrami.co.uk.